Now it's the time you've been waiting for. You're in the mix with film producer Jason Slack, a.k.a. the talk of the town now. The 40 Vision Films man himself. The owner of the Jason Slack brand. The place to be is here on the Vision Live Network. And now, let's get it in. Welcome to the Slack is Talk podcast. Welcome to the Slack is Talk podcast, a.k.a. the talk of the town. Now, I'm your host, film producer Jason Slack. And today is Thursday, January 19th, 2023. And you already know what it is, man. It's Martin Luther King month right here on the Talk of the Town now. So without a doubt, let's get it in. And thanks for joining me here on the Talk of the Town now. I want to give a special thanks for joining me here on my epic series, The Celebration of the Man Himself. The celebration of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. here on the Slackers Talk podcast. This is one of my my, my favorite, well, I'm not going to say one. This is my favorite series here on the Slackers Talk podcast, man. I I do this each and every year. This year is no different. I want to thank y'all for joining me. Thank y'all for rocking with me. Y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but y'all right here with me. I appreciate that. Welcome back to all my day ones. If you're new here, hit that subscribe button. Hit that follow button. The Slackers Talk is everywhere. It's on your favorite podcast platform, wherever that might be. Hit that follow button. New episodes, new content will be delivered straight to your device each and every week, each and every day as it happens. You'll be the first one to be notified of it, and you'll be the first one to to, to get this knowledge, man. You'll be the first one to get this entertainment, man. That's what we do here on the Slackers Talk Podcast. For all my new listeners that's about to join, I want to say thank you in advance. I got a very special show for y'all here today, man. You, you know I do, man. Dr. Martin Luther King, you know I do. You know I got to bring it. I got a special guest. I got a special treat. But before we get into all that, man, you know what it is. Let's make our daily, our weekly announcements. Let's go ahead and handle our business so we can get to the business. You know what I'm saying here on the Slackers Talk. I want to start off by giving a special shout out to my Vision for Kids organization. I want to start off by giving a special shout out, a happy birthday wish to my girl, Tiara. She's actually, I know I know you're representing in Florence. You're actually the only Vision for Kids member with a birthday in January. So you're talking about standing out by yourself, for sure. Keep doing your thing. You know, keep representing up there in Florence. We hear nothing but good, positive things about you. Happy birthday, and we love you, Tiara, a.k.a. Angel. I want to give a, a thanks to all y'all, man, for, for tuning in to the Time to Gel podcast. Last week, January 9th, was the premiere New podcast here on the Vision Live Network. The numbers were good. The support is good. I'm hearing nothing but positive feedback. I'm hearing nothing but positive things about the show. And it's just more to come, man. It's it's an all-star lineup, man. You know, a lot of guys with, with knowledge, man. A, a lot of knowledgeable guys, like, they bringing it. They bringing it, man. They, they come in with the heat. They talking reality. They talking real-life situations. 
and it's just a, a, a good show, man. I'm I'm proud. I'm proud of that show already. I can't wait to see where it goes. You know what I'm saying? Todd Boyd, the host of that show, sky's the limit. You know, like I said, I said plenty of times, man. You doing it, nothing but positive things, man. And it's only go go up from here. While we're on the subject of a time to jail, I want to give another thanks to y'all, you know, who supported your boy. I made an appearance this past Monday on the Time to Jail podcast. You know, that was nothing but love also, man. You know, Todd brought the heat, you know, the all-star cast, you know, they, they brought it, man. And it's just a wonderful show, man. Wonderful atmosphere. Like, like you ever, like, been on a show and you can tell, like, it's this, the love is just genuine. You know, it's like really, you could, you know, it's really people that's, that's really deep into what they're talking about. You know, it's, it's people that's passionate about the topic, you know, and those are the best conversations, you know, it's just not talking, you know, we all can have, like, we all can talk, we all can have conversations, but the best com the best conversation is when the people are passionate about the topic, when they're passionate about you know, what they're talking about, you know, because once you're passionate about it, you're going to give like the best answers. You're going to give, you know, you're going to get quality results out, out of it. Cause at the end of the day, it's about helping others. It's about teaching. It's about being informed. It's about uh, raising awareness to certain things. And I feel like we captured all that, you know, we captured all that on the show, man. If you missed it, you know how it is. Same here on the Slackers Talk podcast, man. Episodes are available 24-7 on all your favorite platforms. So if you missed your boy Slackers Talk live this past Monday, go and listen to that now. You know, listen to that now, definitely. If you missed it, you're missing out. Also, man, you know, if, if you're a big fan of high school basketball, if you're a big fan of, of you know, uh, children and, and kids content like such as videos or tv shows or anything of that nature man i got something for you man go ahead and check out 40 vision tv man on youtube man we got some good games over there uh just in case you didn't know um 40 vision tv is the official channel for vision for kids and you know that, that's a channel that you know we capture basketball games uh we capture award shows um, this good content, real content, man, any achievements, uh, comedy, a little bit of everything, man, everything involving kids and adults too, man, you know what I'm saying, like sporting events, a little bit of everything, man, but it's the official show, well, the official channel for Vision for Kids, man, so if you're into that kind of thing, you know what I'm saying, like high school basketball, um, birthday parties, award ceremonies, graduations, uh, comedy skits, you know what I'm saying? You like you name it. If you're into that kind of stuff, check out 40 Vision TV, man. You know, we produce like at least two basketball games a, a week. You know, so same same as the Slackers Talk podcast, man. Go over there, hit that subscribe button. And whatever we come out new, you know, it'll be delivered to your device, man. Same exact situation, man. You you'll be in the know. You know, you'll be notified and, and you may be the first one to catch it, you know? And it's just not recorded content either it's live man we coming live man we got live basketball games man live shows man live you know what i'm saying live events 
You know what I mean? A lot of people ain't nothing, nothing wrong, nothing wrong with recorded, but we giving you that live experience too. You know how I do it, man. I give both. You know, I, I got something for everybody, man. You know, I'm a straight up businessman. You know, that's the only way to do it. The only way to be successful is to have something for everybody. So we got that. You got the recorded shows and we have the live events, you know, and you could definitely catch those basketball games live. So go ahead over to the 40 Vision TV, man, on YouTube, man. Check it out. Subscribe. Hit that follow button so you be in the know. Now, it's time to get to our social media portion of the show. This week, for our question of the week, and man, I got to tell you, man, this this question right here is actually a part three, man. This 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 question is actually taking off, man. Like I, I when I came out with the first one, I thought it was just gonna be like maybe like a one and done. I know it would have been like plenty more I could have did, but I'm just like surprised by how many fans you know that listen to the show are, are fans of comedy. You know what I'm saying? Like like comedy is their biggest thing out of out of everything out of out of out of like horror action and all that like I, I got a lot of comedy fans on here man and you know that was like i ain't gonna say surprising but it's interesting you know and like comedy i'm talking about a couple of weeks ago man I, I i posted a question about you know who's your favorite comedian and then you know i did that one and fans were like you know you forgot so-and-so you forgot so-and-so, so I did a part two. After that, they said, you know, you forgot so-and-so. You forgot so-and-so. So now we doing a part three, man, and this thing is really taking off because there's a whole lot of other people I could do. So I'm going to try to, you know, I'm going to mix it in with other stuff, but I'm going to keep this thing going as long as I can. But the question of the week was, who is the most funniest comedian? And this is actually part three. And this one... Your choices were Dave Chappelle, Eddie Griffin, Tiffany Haddish, and Chris Rock. And before I give you the answer, man, I got to mention this too, man. I had to throw, you know, I had to throw a female in it. And I'm going to do an all-female one as well, too. I caught some flack for that because, you know, the, the, the two other questions have been male. So I haven't left that out. Like I said, like... This is actually going to be a series, man. I'm going to keep it going as long as I can. I got like, man, there's hundreds of comedians out there, thousands, man, that, that all do their thing. So, like, this is an ongoing thing. So, I had to throw that in there. But on social media, you, the listeners, y'all all voted for Dave Chappelle. He's the one that got the most votes on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Dave Chappelle, that's my man. You know, I remember half the movie Half Bait. And he really got big during his, his own comedy show, man. That's when he really took off. You know what I'm saying? Like, most people remember, you know, how he got offered a big contract. I forgot which company it was. They tried to change him. You know, they offered him a lot of money, but they also wanted to change him around. And he turned it down. You know what I'm saying? Much, much, much respect and much props for him. To him for that too, man. A lot of people was thinking it's just about the bag. And of course, yeah, we do want to get paid. But you also like want to be happy while you get paid. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. 
it's not fun, you know, getting paid and you're miserable. You're not enjoying what you're doing. Especially like when it's your craft, you know what I'm saying? Especially. But y'all voted for Dave Chappelle. And there's no wrong answer on this, man. Tiffany Haddish, she's been hot as late. Female holding it down, doing the thing. Especially on the movies, like getting paid. Eddie Griffin, been around a long time. Eddie Griffin is like real underrated, man. Like, he goes, you know what I'm saying? He, he was in Jason Lyric. He, he goes way back, man. A lot of people don't know that. Like, he had the TV show Malcolm and Eddie. Eddie Griffin got a catalog, man. Like, that dude don't get talked about, but that man, that dude got a catalog, man. You got Y'all got to stop sleeping on that man. You know what I'm saying? He do. But the answer for Slackers Talk, the answer I'm going with, is none other than my man Chris Rock, man. Chris Rock. For me, he came on the scene. Everybody know him to me as Pookie, man. You know, New Jack City. Hey, you want to buy a turkey? You want to buy a turkey? The favorite part, man, in the movie, man. He was like, hey, man, I, I, I try to kick, man, but this it just keep on calling me, man. I, I try to kick, man. You know, uh, but he, he, he did his thing on that, man. He did his thing on that. And a lot of people don't remember, you know, he was in I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker. You know, he wanted to buy the one rib. He wanted, uh, what's his name, to pour the soda in his hand. Then next thing you know, he pulled out like like, like $300, $300 worth of ones or something like that, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? That was just off the chain, man. That's classic. But, you know, comedy, highly successful businessman too, man. He, he wrote some movies. He directed some movies. And if I'm not mistaken, man, he has his own production company too as well. So, you know, I, 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 he did the movie I Think I Love My Wife with Kerry Washington. That was a good one that went under the radar. And this overall, like, a funny dude, man. His comedy shows are, are funny. And his movies are funny, man, you know. And he got the longevity. He's been around since, I think, the late 80s or something like that and still doing it. Plus, like, on the side note, man, you know, Chris Rock had a rough year, man, you know. You know, he, he got... You know, he got slapped in the face by Will Smith, man. So, he had to win something this year, man. You know, Chris Rock. Give it up to Chris Rock, man. The winner here on the Slackers Talk this week. Earlier today, like clockwork, you know, like every early Thursday, man, I drop my films of the week, man. My classic film of the week. And this week, this film is in honor of the man himself, Dr. Martin Luther King. And the film is called Selma. You know, this is a case y'all didn't know. Uh, Selma is a, a, a movie about Dr. Martin Luther King. You know, it, it chronicles a lot of different things. You know, how he came up, civil rights and everything. And overall, like, this a, is this a good movie, man. Um, I don't remember what year the movie came out, but... I did, did some research on it, and it did perform well at the box office. But I remember when the movie came out, it's just that I, I believe that it should have been a bigger rollout. You know what I'm saying? Like a movie about, you know, somebody of this stature, it should be a, a good rollout. You know, I it, it just seemed to me like, it, it was just like another movie that was coming out. You know, 
more money should have been spent in advertisement. You know, more money should have been spent in promotion. And that's not the knock on anybody. It's not the, the talk negative. It's just how much I think of the man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it may have never been enough promotion for me. You know what I'm saying? But it just seemed like, I don't know, it wasn't enough. It did well, based on the true story. You know, summer. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Especially this month, man. In January, in honor, in honor of the man, in honor of his birthday. Go check that out. Summer. That concludes our announcements. That concludes our social media. We took care of our business. We got our, that out the way. Now it's time to get into the money. And it's that time of the year, man. You know, I can't say it enough, man. Dr. Martin Luther King is the man to me. Y'all know how I feel about it. This is my third year doing it here on the Slackers Talk podcast. You know, we're here to celebrate him. And I, like I said, this is my third year. And y'all know how I feel about the man. You know what I'm saying? Like, without him... It just wouldn't be no Slackers Talk. It wouldn't be... The Slackers Talk podcast wouldn't be possible, man. I feel like, you know... I feel like he's not honored enough. I feel like he should be mentioned more. And I feel like, you know... More things could be done to uphold his legacy. But, you know... Like I said, y'all know how I feel about the man. And here on the Slackers Talk podcast... We upgrade. We always look to do things differently we always look to keep things fresh and this year you know y'all heard about how I feel about the man but this year I wanted to do things a little bit different you know I wanted to bring some people in that was around when Dr. Martin Luther King was out here doing his thing I want to you know I want to get some older people's perspective about how times was, you know, during that time period. You know, I want to get a unique perspective of how he got started. You know, what was it like to, you know, hear, you know, his speeches live, you know, as they were happening. You know, that type of thing. That's that's something that I couldn't bring to the table here on the Slackers Talk because I wasn't born at that time. You know, I can only come from a, a research perspective, but now I want to get some, you know, I want to get some people that, that lived it. Some people that was, that was dead, you know, some people that, that know firsthand, you know, here on the Stikers Talk. And my special guest is this, one of the most nicest, beautiful ladies there is in the world today. And I mean that like with, with all my heart, man, like. This lady will give you the shirt off her back. You know, she'll help you out any way she can. You know, um, I consider her my mother. Um, she she treats me like a son. She tells me like it is. You know, we always had that relationship since day one. She's a retired teacher, an educator, just very smart and knowledgeable about a lot of things. Please help me welcome to the show none other than Miss McClinton, aka Rev. Welcome to the Slackers Talk Podcast. How you doing, Miss McClinton? I'm doing pretty good, and you, Jason? 
I'm doing good, doing good. You know, it's my favorite time of the year. Um, each year around this time, you know, on the Stackers Talk podcast, we we honor Dr. Martin Luther King. So this is my third go round. I'm I'm just excited. It's a good thing to honor him because he he was a great man, and a lot of his work is still going on today. Yes, yes. I I actually think we don't honor him enough. Like you know, without him, it wouldn't be no Stackers Talk podcast. That's true. That is so true. And uh, go ahead. It's, I, I wanted to say, like, it's just this an honor, you know, to have you on the show. Like I said, this is my third go around, you know, honoring Dr. Martin Luther King. And, and this year, you know, I, I decided to do something different. You know, the, uh, the past two years, you know, I've just been doing research. He's actually the first person that I ever learned about when I started going to school. Right. You know, and, and of course, like, you know, I, I never... Got a chance to meet him. I wasn't alive, you know, during his time. So, you know, all, all my, my knowledge of him is doing research and, you know, just based off of what others tell me. So this yeah. this this time going around, I wanted to, like, get some input on, you know, somebody, you know, that, that was around at that time. Somebody that know firsthand, you know, the impact he had on today's world. Yeah. Well, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I was around. <laughs> Yes, yes. And our, our first first question I wanted to ask, you know, what did what do you think Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. wanted the most for people like me and you? Equality. Um, when I was in school, we got all the books that the other people didn't want. We had missing pages and all that thing all those things like that, but I thank God for the teachers that we had. They had a way of, of getting the information that we needed to make us successful in school. Uh, he also, you know, he started out uh, for our people. Uh, he wanted equality, as I said. Uh, but to me, this is my own opinion. I believe when he talked about equality, I still believe he talked about separation. That's my belief. And I don't mean that in a, a bad way, but it seemed like after we um, uh, fought so hard to get what, uh, what, what we, we deserved, and we still fight. And that's what's so sad in a country like the United States, these same things that are going on back in the 60s, or even before then, they're still going on today. And this nation was supposed to be known as a great nation. Right. People wanted to come here. But see, they, we just weren't treated right. And Dr. King, uh, being uh, the way he was, he was a godly God man. Right. Uh, uh, he, he, he saw the needs of the people and, you know, he, he went by the teachings of uh, Jesus Christ, who is our Savior that we serve, and Gandhi. And so uh, what he wanted for us is to have the same thing that everybody else had. Nice housing, food, clothing, good education, good jobs, all these things. It's what he wanted for us in the beginning. 
Agreed, agreed. And, and it's only it's only fair. It's only fair. I can't imagine like, you know, having pages that's missing and stuff like that. Like that's just unheard of. Well, you know, that's what kind of <laughs> it it bothered me while I was in, you know, working in the school system with all that uh, the children are blessed with today. Uh, how somehow we dropped the ball. Uh, um, we have allowed society to label our children something I don't believe. Uh, I don't believe in. I don't believe uh, Dr. King either. Uh, all of us, we were known. We were proud people. Even as children, we were proud of who we were. You know. Right. Uh, we were of the black race. We, I mean, they call them colored and Negro and not black and African American. All these names. We were people of color, and we had feelings just like everybody else. But uh, we were treated like treated differently. I put it like that. Right. 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 This. It's like wow. You know. Wow, I, I just only imagine. And the same thing that you're saying is the same thing that I've read about and hearing about in school, too. So is this, this unreal? Um, this next question is, is kind of interesting because this is something that I never got a chance to ask anybody. What was it, what was it like to hear or witness one of his speeches live? Like... You know, not necessarily being there in the, in the crowd, but I guess, you know, his speeches came on TV at that time. Yeah. You know, what what was it like to actually hear, you know, one of his speeches while while it was actually taking place for the first time? I love the one, I Have a Dream. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, as a child, it, it, it really made an impact on me. Uh, he, he gave me... Uh, uh, a way of believing that 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 I was somebody, and uh, that things could and would change. When I was when I was young, see, this is this is a little part of my history during the civil rights era. I, we lived in a black neighborhood, but we did have whites around us. And one of my best friends was a, a white girl, okay. and. When I first experienced racism, it's when um, I came out uh, to the store. We went to the same store, but this young lady would not speak to me. And I was trying to get her attention, and my mom kind of told me to stop. And I wanted mm. to know why. Right, and right. She told me that, you know, uh, they weren't allowed to talk to us in public. And so when Dr. King made his, I mean, it was something about his voice. Right. Something about his voice. And every, I mean, when he's talking, even now, as, as, as young or old as however you want to describe me, I am today. When I hear him speaking or any of his speeches or things like that, it sent chills throughout my body. Right. He was the real deal. We've had so many that said they were our leaders, but he was the real deal. Right. Yeah, he was. Um, that's that's the first thing that I that I noticed about him. There's like a there's actually an art to speaking. 
Like there's there's more than this just to be able to like communicate words. Like it was his delivery. Like you could tell yeah. like he had a passion for it. He really he really meant what he was saying. Yes. Like he controlled the audience, everything. You know, I, I never like he's he's the most even though like what he was saying was was real and stuff like that and it was not entertainment per se but he captivated an audience and I could just tell even though I wasn't there at the time you know he had everybody's attention very intelligent very intelligent very intelligent he mesmerized his people when they they wanted to hear what he had to say we hung on every word that he he had to say because he wasn't one just to talk about what need to be done. Whatever he talked about need to be done. He was out there in the front leading it. Right. You right. know, and, and, and I still, he, he could talk to anyone. I mean, we talked about, they talked about his relationship with Malcolm X um, and Muhammad Ali. Uh, in the beginning, yes. Uh, Malcolm couldn't understand uh, Dr. King's nonviolence thing. Which I didn't either as I got to become a teenager because I was angry. Right. And, uh, but you know, one, before it was over, he and Malcolm X had come to a consensus that both of them wanted what, and Muhammad Ali, wanted what was good for the best of our people. Yeah, that's a, so that's a good thing. Although they had different ways of expressing themselves, Dr. King, uh, Reminds me of uh, Jesus' mission when he was here. Uh, Jesus had that. He could captivate his people. You know, when Jesus spoke, uh, they hung on every word he said. And he knew how to talk to anybody. You know, he knew how to address the farmers. He knew how to address uh, those that were uh, uh, the Pharisees. And the same thing with Dr. King, wherever you were in life, what, whatever your walk of life was, he knew how to relate to you. And that's what you call a leader. That's right. That's right. That's the first, that's the biggest quality of being a leader. Mm-hmm. Like for, for Dr. Martin Luther King, like when was it exactly, when, when did he get started? Was it like, did he just like come on the scene overnight or did he just like gradually, you know, grew and continue to grow on people as time went along? Well, you know, his family was always active in the civil, you know, in civil rights. Um, okay. But it's when he became, uh, at the age of 26, he became the pastor of, uh, I think it's Ebenezer. Of, uh, of Dexter Avenue Baptist Church. And he, when Rosa Parks uh, refused to get up off the bus, he allowed them to come to his church uh, uh, basement to organize the bus boycott that he, he was the lead, he led, uh, he was the leader of. And that was, for me, being a child and then getting, you know, growing older, to see him, how he could pull us together when nobody else was able to do that before. I had never seen anybody that could pull us as a people together as Dr. King did. Mm -hmm. And so he, he started 
So, this is real, you yeah. know, understandable. Like, they're both powerful people. They both had their views. And they both had a, a positive impact on life, still to this day. Yes. Still yes. to this day. What What was it like? What was the initial feeling when everyone first learned of Dr. Martin Luther King's passing? It was devastating, not just our country, but the whole world. I can only I can only imagine. I can only the imagine. whole world was devastated. Um, I, I, I reflected back on that when President Obama uh, became president for the first time. How the other nations reverenced what was going on here, and how they they applauded a black man to be a, a, a president here in the United States because they knew what. United States was doing. 
Right. And so when he got killed, children, we were children were crying. I mean, it was, we didn't know what to do. We really didn't know what to do. Because see, there he was, a man of love. Uh, uh, he would always encourage us, even when it looked like we weren't getting anywhere, he would always encourage us to keep on and keep pushing. And uh, it just devastated us and the world. Right, right. It blew our minds. We, we just couldn't, we could not, why? Why did they do that? Because of hate. He was about love. These people that killed him, the ones that were going against him. And let me tell you, all I mean, you know, when he started marching and he was being a pastor of a church, it was a lot of ministers didn't want to be bothered with him. Wow. Okay? But he was doing what God had called him to do. That's why we called him Black Moses. You know, one of his his, his uh, uh, speeches, he said, I've been to the mountaintop. Right, right. That's God one of my has favorite. allowed me to look over into the promised land. I may not get there with you, but as a people, we would get there. So even... And that was the night before he got killed. So even, like, in places, you know, that's supposed to be about love, like ministry and stuff like that, he was still, like, facing hate. Wow. They told me he needed to stick. I don't know when you when when the basketball players like uh, 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 when they started with the young man that they held down and he said I couldn't breathe. Uh, LeBron James and when all the you know uh, athletes were coming out speaking against such right uh, terrible stuff and they told them they all they needed to do was go play basketball. Right, I remember. Okay, you remember that? The same thing uh, they were telling him, why are you doing this? He was doing it because uh, injustice, Jesus hated injustice. God hates injustice. And those that are sitting up now, which it, it, it baffles my mind, uh, the right, and yeah, I'm getting ready to say some things, the right wing and those that think they have all the answers are trying to tell people what to do with their lives and different things like that. We are to love one another. I don't have to like what you're doing. Right. Now, that, that wasn't what Martin was saying. He wasn't saying, you know, just be giddy. Right, absolutely. Hate the sin, but love the sinner. Hate the hater, hate the hate, Beloved the hater. And that's what he was saying to the people. Because guess what? If you cut them, they bled red blood just like us. And if you look on the inside, they look the same. Mm. Mm. But nobody, see, it's, it's terrible when a group think that they're beyond other people or above everybody. Right, it is. And we still have that. Even... Oh, I'm getting ready to get on some stuff. Even in our race today, we still have this going on. True. Was it true? We need to come together. A house divided cannot stand. 
Absolutely. The I, march. Absolutely. Absolutely. Agreed. And that, that leads me to my to my next one. Do you think do you think enough is being done to uphold his legacy? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a quick no. <laughs> uh, it's agreed. I say it all. I say it all the time here on the Slackers Talk. You know, we can't honor that man enough. You know, right. I, I I think is I personally I think it should be every day. That's how much I love the man. Well, we we should be telling our children every day. See, one thing one thing about us, some of us. I'm not gonna say us all. We rather have somebody else to raise our children and, and take on their culture that to teach them about themselves. Our children, with me working in the school system, they had low self-esteem. They, didn't, they, they, they were takers and not givers. Right. And so somewhere we dropped the ball. See, our parents instilled in us that we could do anything. We could become anything or anybody. And they pushed education. They taught us. And a lot of times, some of our parents didn't know exactly what was going on in our books, but they sat there and made sure they made us nervous enough to go back and, and research more. Right. My father had a second grade education. And when we had homework, after we finish, if it didn't look right to him, even though he may not have known, he would tell us, go back and do it again. He didn't allow us to come in uh, in, in the house or come from school with low grades because he told us the only thing we had to do was go to school. That's why him and my mom worked so hard. See, we need to get back to becoming our children's parents and not their friends. And Dr. King set that example. He set that example for us. And he didn't set it so high that we couldn't accomplish it. It's simple. Love each other. That was his whole, his whole thing. Love, love. That's all he taught. Love, non-balance, love. And when I would see him get beat up, I was mad. When I saw them turning hoses on children, evil people that went to church every Sunday, when I saw what they did to our uh, uh, ancestors before us, how they would hang them outside the churches and go in and praise God and believe that they were doing God's will, just like today. That's yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Turning, doing evil stuff, turning hoses on people, and then right in the church like nothing ever took place. Yes, and see they walk around with their chest stuck out like I'm holier than thou. They never think about uh, uh, how it affects anybody. I have mine. You get yours. And so many of us bought into that. That made me angry. Don't sell out your people. Martin Luther King did not sell us out. He brought us together. And I don't believe that they're doing enough for his legacy. 
Agree. I don't believe that. I agree. I agree. And like well said, I learned this from a you know small amount of questions. I learned a lot. You know, I I, I learned of course I know Dr. Martin Luther King, I know Malcolm X, but I don't know too much of how they interacted with each other. So that that was interesting to find out. You know, when Rosa Parks didn't get on the refused to get on the bus, uh -huh. that was interesting to find out. You know how Dr. Martin King gathered everybody up and and did something about that. You know, that was very yes. interesting. Very interesting. He was a leader. Yep, and I would see, you know, pictures of him and Malcolm X together. Mm -hmm. But of course, you know, I don't I don't know how they interact, you know, the conversations, you know, uh people like, you know, Harriet Tubman. It'd just be interesting, you know, to find out for somebody, you know, how they all was when they interacted, you know, together. In the beginning, they they hit heads. Because as I said, Malcolm that's why he changed his name. That's why Muhammad Ali changed his name. Right. He said it was a slave name. But something happened to Malcolm when he went uh, over uh, where the um, was it the uh, temple? From. Was it the temple? He went over where over in another country. Like I said, things are slipping my mind now. But when he came back. Right. He saw. He saw. He he changed. And don't you know that's why he got killed too? Right. Yeah. Yep. He went uh, over. He went over to another country and gained and gained Muhammad some knowledge. Yeah, and gained some knowledge. He came back yes, with a different he perspective. Saw it with his eyes. Right. And he started asking questions. See, one thing about like I told my father. My parents did whatever they had to do to to make it during those times. Uh, but our generation came. And where our parents couldn't say nothing, we did. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. My father had to be careful how he interacted. But my father was uh, a rebel himself. You know, um, you didn't push him too far. Right. Uh, he didn't care what color you are, but especially a white man. Right. And so we saw this. And like I told my dad, and, and I don't mean no harm to anybody, when I got a job at a, as a young uh, person, and the one that gave me, I worked for was a white man. My dad told me the white man gave me a job. I told him the white man didn't give me anything. The reason why I could say that because I had to work twice as hard and get paid less. And it's still going on today. That's mind-boggling. That's what I can't get my, put my hands around. These things are still happening. Now, the KKK, I'm not wearing the hoods anymore. They in nice suits and dresses and, you know. Right. And they're sitting out making laws that's hurting our people. And right. we, some of us don't want to, don't rock the boat. Well, I'll rock your boat, turn it over and, you know, flip it back over. But I know I'm getting older now. 
<laughs> in my younger day, in my younger days, it's a different story. Absolutely, absolutely. I said what I had to say because I have feelings too. You know, you know better than I am. Right. Everybody. But they able. think they're better. And that's just, that's just mind-boggling. You know, I don't, I don't understand how... I never understand that. I never understand how someone could just think their life is worth more or they should have more rights, they should have more privileges. I never understood that. Well, you know, they called us lazy, baby. But we were the ones that nursed their babies. We cooked their food. We cleaned their houses. We kept their fields. The work that was done was done by people of color. This right. nation was built on the backs of our people. Now, we're the, the ones that they went and got and came and brought us over here. The other ones came. Now, maybe they, they did have some ugly, but I don't remember reading anything about other races uh, being uh, captured and brought to the United States. But I did hear about owls and how they treated them. We were brought here. <laughs> this awesome. nation was built on the backs of my ancestors, your ancestors. Absolutely. And then to tell us to go back where we came from. Oh, they don't want to talk to me, baby. Right. So they're talking about the immigrants now. They were immigrants at one time. They came from over in European countries. They came here. The Native Americans were here. They are people of color. They took what the Native Americans had. Uh -huh. They killed them. They did the same thing. They they, they took our, our, our mother's babies away from them. Our, our, our ancestors' mothers babies away from them and, 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 and the fathers or husbands had to watch while they raped their wife or their daughters and couldn't do nothing. But we were considered as uh, 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 beast or something that, that we didn't know how to act. Mm. Crazy, crazy. But they were the ones that did all the killing. And Dr. King, I mean, Sometimes, uh, my mom always told me, said, enough is enough, too much ain't worth a doggone. And she also told me, if you keep kicking a dog at your house, he gonna get tired of getting kicked, he gonna go find him somewhere else to go. We have to stand up. For some reason, we don't want to stand up. If we stand up, they can't ride our back. True. Which is true. We must stand up for what's right, or we gonna fall for anything. Well said. So you know, I get a little rambled when I talk <laughs> about this because I lived through it. I was a light-skinned Negro. I wasn't accepted by my 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 race. It wasn't accepted by the white race. So I had. I had conflict between both of them. That's why I found 
I found hope in Dr. King. I was too white to be black and I was too black to be white. Mm. I went through all that. Powerful stuff. Powerful that stuff. That made me a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> That's part what made me a rebel. Powerful so, stuff. That's why we wanted to get insight. You know, that's why we wanted to yeah. get insight from you. But he 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 was I'm not not trying to say he's God or anything, but he lived that which he preached. And that's the And most... I can still see his face. At times, you know, the bombing of his house and the bombing of the church and all these things. His family being threatened and his wife was under so much stress. Mm, I could imagine. She was a strong woman. I could she imagine. She was a very strong woman. She had to be. She had to be. Anybody yeah. that, you know, stood next to him during all those, yeah. you know, all those times, you had to be. Yep. You had to be. And um, she, she wasn't, you know, she was with him. I know she was afraid. I know a lot of times she may have wanted to tell him to stop, but she didn't want him to die. Right. But you know, and that's he had all. to do what God called him to do. Right, and that's a that's a that's a fine line to have to walk too. You know, yeah. you know he's doing the right thing. At the same time, you know, you being his wife, you're concerned about his safety. So it's like yeah. you know, which way do you go? So I could just imagine that that got to be one of the toughest things ever. You know, it's so sad. She just, um, I mean, this nation has a lot to give an account of. It's, it's rough. It's they have rough. not given us our, what well, they said, 40 acres and a mule. Yeah. And we were the only people were told to uh, pull up our, our boots, uh, bootstraps. Some of us didn't have boots. Mm. They didn't want to help us, but they would help everybody else but us. And they still, it's still some people like that today. They still believe they're right. That's why that what happened at uh, uh, last year, January 6th. Mm. We had not seen that in this nation. Still to this day. Until man heart change and this is where Dr. King was with his he believed that God would straighten everything out but we had to do what we had to do but we can make all the laws Jason in the world and the ones that's making the laws are the ones that's breaking them but if we, we can make all those laws in the world until man's heart change powerful stuff Powerful stuff. It it all starts it all starts from within. You're absolutely yes. right. You're absolutely right about that. We have to be strong as the people. We have to be together first to be able to do anything, you know, against to fight against injustice, to fight against, you know, anything, any right, any wrong that's that should be righted. We have to mm -hmm. come together as one first before we're able to do anything about it. And I think that's the uh, that's the biggest thing that we're missing out on. You know, there yes. might be there might be a couple of individuals here or there that try to do something, but the strength is in numbers. The strength is. is the strength is in numbers. Once they see those numbers and everybody's together, then I think you know that's when I think things would take a change. 
But um, I hold out hope that we will get there. We will get there. Well, that's what we're supposed to keep praying for peace. Uh, we're supposed to do because we only are responsible for us. I, I can't tell you, but I would love, you know, I, I can't tell people what to do, but I would love for them. If, if we would just take time to get to know each other, that causes, you know, they don't know you, so they're afraid of you. And that was the thing about us, too. They were afraid of us. Crazy. You know? Um, so uh, until we come to the table, uh, agree to disagree, but do it in a, a, a godly manner. Because we're not going to agree on everything. True. But let's look at the whole picture here. Right. The complete picture. Injustice uh, 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 on some people is injustice for everybody. It might not be you today, but sooner or later, it's going to come to your doorstep. So what are you going to do? True. True. No man is an island unto himself. We were put in this world to to uh, treat each other right. God didn't didn't do all this stuff. And these people talk about they're superior. No one's superior but God. True. And uh, I appreciate you uh, allowing me to. Uh, uh, talk with you today because uh, I did. I, I lived through all that. Um, where I live wasn't wasn't as bad as South Carolina, Georgia, uh, uh, the the further south, uh, Mississippi. But we we went through our challenges as well. Right, understandably. Right. Yeah. The, the the pleasure the pleasure is mine. It's been an honor, you know. Um, couldn't have, could have been you know a greater choice than you to to have on the show and speak about well, Dr. Martin Luther King. Thank and, you so much, Jason. And I wish to have you back for a part two. Okay, just let me know when. I appreciate it. You know, um, I, I appreciate you sharing your, your insight. I just want to tell you, I, I love you. I love the work that you do. One of the most sweetest persons that I ever met. Hands down, you, hands down. And it's Thank been an you. honor. I appreciate you coming to the show. And I look back, you know, I look forward to having you again anytime. Well, thank you, Jason. You know I love you. You, you, and, you and your other, you all my children. <laughs> you stuck with me. Can't get rid of me. <laughs> okay, darling. Just let me know. No problem. Appreciate you. All right, hon. All right. There you have it. You heard it. You know from somebody that that lived through it. Doctor Martin Luther King. The man was was brilliant. You know, as I said, you know a little bit earlier, I learned a lot. You know, this from a this from the little amount of questions, you know. Um, I'm seeing, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King and, and Rosa Parks, you know, together, you know, when she refused to get on the bus. Uh, you know, him and Malcolm X. Of course I know of course, you know, they had to know each other. 
but you know me not being there you know i, I can never say that I, I i heard or saw them interact with each other and that's like that's a special feeling man because those are the people like i said those are the people that i come up that i came up learning about so you know great insight on that and if if you didn't learn nothing from the show if you only take one thing man the man you know the man had nothing but love for everybody you know what i'm saying he wanted everybody to eat he wanted everybody to have uh opportunity to make money he wanted everybody to have a have a chance to support their family and that was everybody not just black people you know he was for everybody and you can't go wrong with nobody you know you can't go wrong with somebody like that you know i treat if I treat everybody equal, you can't do nothing but respect that. You know, if man not doing it in a violent way, you know, he didn't believe in violence. You know what I'm saying? Like, who can get mad at that? You know, let's do a, a better job of honoring this man. You know, a lot of lot of rights and a lot of stuff we do, we take for granted. And this man fought for that. You know what I'm saying? He, he fought for that. And for that, you know, I... I gotta give him props. I gotta give him props. You know, me just doing this once a month in January is not enough. You know, it's never gonna be enough enough for me, you know what I'm saying? Cause he's that's my man, you know, he's the man like that. But, you know, for the message of the day, if you wanna be a boss, if you wanna be a leader, and a leader for real, do your research on Dr. Martin Luther King. Cause when you look up the word boss, and you look up the word leader, you should see a picture of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. This has been the Slackers Talk Podcast, a.k.a. the talk of the town now. I'm your host, film producer Jason Slack. As always, thanks for rocking with me. Hopefully, y'all learned why it's important to honor Dr. Martin Luther King. And I'll be back to talk again next week. Peace. You're listening to the Slack Is Talk Podcast, aka the talk of the town now. Find out what's going to happen next.